it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. Welcome to Take the Elevator this Monday. Yes. We are wrapping up the month of March with some really cool dates that we're going to be talking about throughout our show. So for those who like to know what we're going to talk about, we're going to mention some new opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about Mom and Pop's Business Owners Day, which is today. And we're going to go into Vietnam Vets, which is celebrated on March 29th. And then March 30th is Doctor's Day. Nice. Good lineup. Very nice. I didn't mention this, but 326 was Wear a Hat Day. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is over the weekend, we worked on some new marketing material for the Shameless Band. Yes, we did. And how that ties in is your monkey has a hat on, a fedora. Yes. I just wanted to put a plug in for the Shameless Band. You guys have a couple of gigs in April. Do you want to talk to us about that? I sure do. We are going to be at Hangar 24 on the 24th, amazingly enough, mm-hmm. 24 and 24. And we, that will be starting at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and going until 9 o'clock. And so, yeah, that's a, a long, festive day, but you can bring the whole family out, get out. It's going to be outside. So we're just going to have a really good time playing and singing and jamming it out. Nice. What is Hangar 24? Hangar 24 is a brewery and it is in Redlands, California. Feel free to, like I said, come out and have a good time. Our second stop will be April 17th. And I know I gave them backwards, but I just, you know, had to give them in the order I remembered it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, we will be at Braemar Brewery once again, which is a 1609 South Grove Street. And that is in Ontario, California. And we had an awesome time the last time we were there. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to go and have another great, wonderful night starting at 730 And uh, yes, there will be new songs played and we will have a great time as well. Yeah. And if you guys are not following the Instagram account, I'm putting a plug in for that, too. It's at shamelessband095. That is correct. And you'll see all the updates. You'll get to learn the band members on a more personal note. So more to come on that. Congratulations, Shameless Band, for all the opportunities that are coming your way. Oh, yeah. Every day. Today, we say thank you to all the mom and pops business owners that are out there. Mm-hmm. Now, Jen, let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. Because it says mom and pops, does it mean that they have to be mothers and fathers? Or <laughs> can they be a, you know, a sister and sister or a sister and brother or brother and brother? It can be all of that. I'll tell you the story about why it's called mom and pops. There were a couple of people, Rick and Margie Siegel, and their mom and pop opened up a hat shop funny enough, in 1939. Mm -hmm. Well, their business had grown so successfully that they opened up the shop to a 10,000 square foot building. They were valued at the worth of $4 million in 1939. Holy cow, that is insane. But I will take that all day, every day. Right. And so that's how we get mom and pops. Isn't that a cool story? Now you know why. Now I know why. So you mentioned sister, sister, and we're going to go into that in just a second. But just some information. There's about 27 million small businesses. and Wait, how many? 27 million. Wow. And we know that a lot of those were highly impacted with COVID. Yes. So, of course, we're thinking of those mom and pop shops, and we're hoping the ones that were able to continue, that business is flourishing now that things are starting to open up. 
Right. So, guys, it's up to us to support our communities and the people who have businesses in them. Mom and Pops business owners, they create economic growth and provide almost 70% of all new jobs in the country. Mm. That's how important they are. So I think it's only appropriate, apropos, for us to give a plug to Genco Sound Company because we are acquiring <laughs> our own business license. Yay! Yes. And so that would officially make us... A mom and pop because we are moms and pops and we are a small business. So congratulations, <laughs> yeah. us. Congratulations, us. So for those who missed that, we're called the Genco Sound Co. Co short for company. Mm -hmm. And we touch everything that makes sound. Absolutely. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, we have some favorite small businesses that we definitely want to support. Corey, you mentioned Sister Sister. Our favorite sister duo, of course, is Pink and Scribble. Mm-hmm. I love their cards, love their stickers, magnets, keychains, the whole gambit. They're doing such a good job, so creative, and it makes you happy. Yeah, every time you see it, you're just like, wow, that's what they're doing now? That's crazy. So big shout out to Chelsea and Carly. Yeah. Interestingly enough, too, another small shop that we love is owned by a female. And we had Lydia on the podcast as well. Awalita. Awalita. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Wonderful oils, candles. She also does soap or she's going to be doing soap. So she's expanding and her stuff is all natural, all made with love. Right. And of course, last but not least, we support so many small business owners on Etsy. True, but we can't go there just yet because no? we got to put a big plug in for the big mom and pop shop, uh, Braymar Brewery. Hello, hey, Braymar, absolutely, and technically mom and pop, yeah. Vanessa and Dave. There we go. And again, reminder, the Shameless Band is going to be there on April 17th at 730. There you go. Every day. We didn't want to continue without, of course, recognizing and honoring our Vietnam War vets. This was a national day that was created in 2017, actually. And I thought, wow, finally in 2017, and this war was the second longest war recorded. It went from 1955 to 1975. Oh, my goodness. I can't fathom my heart just, oh, man, this went from a really great, bright moment to that very dark space that, you know, people really hate to go into because right. you realize, first of all, nothing was accomplished in that war. Absolutely nothing. But I am still so supportive of the veterans that did their job. They did what they needed to do, and they were employed to do a job, and they got it done. So congratulations for that. I just hope we just learned something very valuable from that long, exhausting war. Right. And I want to clarify something. When we say they got a job and got it done, I mean, we recognize there were about 3 million lives that were killed. Um, and what we have to remember about our military is they don't get an option. No. Guys, you know, it's like whoever's running these wars and what they're really about is for another episode. But we're talking about our military men and women who do have a job and go to do it. And they came home with great repercussions, great rejection, isolation, so I'm glad that we finally have this founded in 2017 and they're really extending efforts to get them the help they need. And that's the part that I'm, I'm focused on when I say nothing was accomplished or nothing mm -hmm. got done, because when they came home, they came home to nothing. Yeah. 
And for years upon years, they struggled to get back into society. So that's why it's so dark for me. And I had family members that suffered and struggled. All the PTSD, the other mental things that happened to them from seeing what they saw over there. It's just, you know, very heart wrenching. So I'm not being disrespectful by any means. I'm seriously supporting my Vietnam veterans. Absolutely. My kids grew up as military kids. So their father, my first husband, was in the Air Force. And I remember a gentleman that he worked with and he was in the Vietnam War. And he had episodes of PTSD severely. Mm -hmm. You know, we would go to visit him and he was in another mind frame, if I can say that as respectfully as I can. Didn't recognize us, was not in clothes. You know, it was so intense and my heart just went out for him. And all I could do at that moment was really just pray for him. Yeah. You know, so we want to honor our Vietnam War veterans. Thank you. And Just thank you for doing what you do for our country. Yeah. Every day, elevate. Every day. March 30th. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Let's pump this party back up, okay? (laughs) We got to get back in the good mood here. All right. So pump it up. Yeah, let's go. Are there any songs that have the word doctor in there? Um, I'm not sure. You just don't want to sing it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Doctor, doctor, can't you see I'm burning? That's real old, though. That is, but I I know that one. That was a good one. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so we're celebrating Doctor's Day, and Corey, we work in an organization, obviously, where we work with hundreds, maybe even thousands of providers, and then we've got the most wonderful doctors in our organization. So, of course, first and foremost, if you're listening, hey, happy Doctor's Day. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and they're about to, no, not about to, they're actually in the planning of some phenomenal goals that our organization has set forth. And it's all centered around our members and our providers. And it's just awesome to be, even if it's a small part of that, but be a part of it. Now, are we just recognizing medical doctors or is this all doctors? Well, it says Doctor's Day. So here at Take the Elevator, it's all doctors. Yes, I like that. And I like it because we know lots of doctors. And we've interviewed a few doctors, one being Dr. Chona. And we've interviewed Dr. Janet. Yeah. And we have a doctor in our family, Dr. Rolando Mercader. Hey, Uncle Rolando. Thank you. And we have a Dr. Mila Mercader. Hey, Auntie Mila. <laughs> so we're, we're pretty inundated with doctors in yeah. our lives. So I'm, I'm very happy to say that. Absolutely. And as we close the month of March, Corey, we have honored women all throughout. This is our fifth Monday. Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't do it differently today. No, absolutely not. I mean, there's so many doctors to pick any of them out. Just seems like, oh, there's so many other ones. But you guys, of course, can research this, look it up. I'm going to talk about the Dr. Elizabeth Blackwell, a fabulous first. She was the first woman in the United States to be granted an MD degree. And this happened in 1849. She began her pioneering journey after she had a friend who passed away and her friend insisted that she would have received better care if it was a female doctor. Wow. True story. Um, She was turned away by more than 10 medical schools, of course, being the first female doctor you can just imagine. Yeah, talk about the struggle. Yeah, and then a professor suggested to her, hey, dress up like a male to Mm. get admission into one of the schools. And she said no, and it was a moral crusade for her. 
She didn't want to disguise who she was. So ultimately, she attended Geneva Medical College in New York, and they did agree to admit her there, but they thought it was a prank. They didn't think it was a real deal. So she got in on a, oh, they're pranking us to see if we're going to do this. So that's where she went to medical school. Wow. And I would like to spotlight Dr. Rebecca Lee Crumpler, born Rebecca Davis. February 8th, 1831 to March 9th, 1895, was the first African-American physician and nurse. Also, she was an author. After studying the New England Female Medical College, she became the first African-American woman physician. Awesome. And her last name again? Crumpler. Crumpler. I won't forget that name. There were so many other doctors uh, want to bring someone up specifically. Dr. Antonio Novello, U.S. Surgeon General, 1990. She was an advocate and she spoke up and she supported not just women, but Hispanic women. Big, amazing push for that population. And I wanted to bring her up, especially because Cesar Chavez Day is also on the 31st. And we did not want to not recognize such a wonderful figure in the history of the world. So Cesar Chavez is a state holiday. So his birthday is a state holiday in California, and it's optional in other states. But either way, he was a migrant worker. I believe he started working at 10 years old. He did a lot of things with the community service organization, which helped fight racial and economic discrimination against Chicano residents. So did a lot for our farmers. Right. Yeah. We honor Cesar Chavez. So can, let's go back to doctors. We kind of flipped that weird, but it's okay. Yeah. As long as we find where we started. Exactly. So we're doing doctors and I have some stories and I want to recognize some doctors in my life that were a big part of some of the healing that I've experienced. Corey, there was a day when I was on the computer and you were massaging my neck and you felt something, a growth on my neck actually. And it was pretty big and it scared me. It scared me when I felt it. And you were saying, you know, you got to see a doctor. You got to get this taken care of. So we did go see a doctor and he was an endocrinologist. And I don't mind saying the name because it's not putting anyone on blast. I don't mm, think Dr. No. Wen. So when I went into his office, I'll never forget. It. it was myself, Corey and his medical assistant. I had told him that there was a growth in my neck and I'm not exaggerating when I say that he looked at me, put his hands on my neck. And how do I explain this? He kind of took his hands and jiggled my double chin, if you will. It almost like what you would do at a turkey. You know, that's what I felt like at that moment. Right. And he said, that's not a growth. It's not a goiter. You're just obese. <laughs> and it was the most horrifying experience I've ever had with a doctor. I was ashamed. It was nails to a chalkboard. And I couldn't, I, I was so dumbfounded. I couldn't even speak out or speak up for myself. I right. was just like, wow. So in my mind at that moment, I said, I'm not seeking medical help on this because I'd experienced doctors who automatically, you know, went with the obese thing, which I understand it is a medical diagnosis right. and it does cause complications. I totally understand that. But my weight gain at that time, we found out later, 
had to do with thyroid issues. Yeah. So here we go years later. I'm working at the organization that I'm working at now, and I don't know that Dr. Campos listens to this podcast, but if someone is listening and speaks to him on a regular, please have him know that I'm mentioning him today right now. We were in a like a team building, more like an organizational activity on customer service and what other departments do within our organization. So we had to split up in different teams and I went on the team that said doctors don't create a safe space for uh, relationships with the patients. Therefore, they don't get the help that they need because that was my experience. Right. It was just myself and Dr. Campos was the one repping the doctors. We had the most wonderful conversation and he changed my perspective. First of all, he apologized for Dr. Wen mm. and said, I'm so sorry that you went through that and it was not right. He's all being a doctor myself while I was in clinics, there's such a high demand on doctors and you see these patients back to back to back and they just don't give enough time to build those relationships. And he said, but Jen, you're more important than that. You're more important than one person crushing you and then you making the decision not to seek medical care. Mm. And I said, oh my goodness. He goes, please get the help that you need. I did immediately. I think a week later, I set the appointment and funny enough, it was with another specialist and his name was Dr. Wynn mm -hmm. and not the same doctor. I had talked to him and Dr. Campos told me, you've got to establish the relationship. You've got to tell your doctor what this means to you, how important it is to you. You've got to use your voice and command that relationship is built and it feels safe. And that's exactly what I did. And Dr. Wynn had a bunch of people in his lobby in the waiting room, and he took some time to talk to me. And I don't remember if you were there for our there. first. Yeah. yeah. I let him know how scared I was. I let him know the story and how broken I, I felt. And he made every effort and did everything he did to build that relationship, to make me feel supported, to make me feel important. And safe. Yes. So before the surgery, they did a biopsy. It was inconclusive. So of course that was heavy on my mind thinking, is this cancer? Because at that time I was a smoker mm -hmm. and in my mind, there was no reason why it couldn't have been cancer. So we went into surgery on the table before they medicated me and gave me the anesthesia. He talked to me. He said, I'm going to take care of you. And he had another surgeon there with him too. Mm -hmm. He made the call because when they, when they did the surgery, they discovered two huge goiters, one the size of a baseball, the other the size of a softball. Mm -hmm. I had asked him, I want to preserve my voice because I, you know, I love to sing. He made the call to keep me intubated, to go ahead and remove both because he knew it would crush me to know that I'd have to go through another surgery again. Right. And I respected him for it. Uh, the follow-up appointments were amazing. Just an amazing team of doctors who gave me hope Again, in the medical field, in the doctors that take care of us, I have nothing but respect, even for the doctor before. I thank Dr. Campos that he let me see things in a different light with Dr. Wen. Right. If they just are overwhelmed at times. and Yeah. No one says the right thing every time. Sure. And you just so happen to be on the bad end of that one time that yeah. it happened. So all is forgiven and all is well. Yes, Absolutely. I don't have any horrific doctor stories, um, unfortunately. 
And then, <laughs> no, that's fortunately. I say unfortunately because it's my turn to tell a story. Oh, I see what you're saying. But I don't have any horrific doctor stories as of yet, and I hope I don't ever have any. Yeah. I know that it's very important to see your doctor, and I'm, I'm dealing with that myself as well. I think we all do at some point in time. Yeah. We have a struggle that we're going through when it comes to doctors, dentists, and any other thing that's very important in our lives. You know, it's mm-hmm. just hard to step up to the plate. But I'm, I'm working on that, pushing myself forward, and I suggest and hope that you guys are doing the same as well. Absolutely. I want to share one more thing. With COVID, you know, it's changed the way we do doctor visits, the way we go to them, we don't. Right. Last year, I changed my coverage to Kaiser because they're great with preventive health and there's certain things that I want to look into. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh my goodness, I changed it. I probably shouldn't have. How am I going to build this relationship with my PCP? And Kaiser's such a huge organization. Like, what does this look like? The moment <laughs> January 1st came, I promise you, I got a call. And it was an LVN who was doing her initial assessment. And that was a good experience. And I get another call and it's the RN. And then I get another call and it's the pharmacist, right? We love our pharmacists too, speaking of doctors. And then I had my appointment with a PCP and I requested a face-to-face because I was like, I'm going to establish this relationship. He's going to see me. I got all, you know, my hair, makeup done because I wanted him to see that I care about me. And the camera didn't work, but we had the conversation anyways and it was a good experience. Mm-hmm. And they were they're really quick in getting me the assistance I need. So I know that the face of doctor visits has changed for many. And we're doing it telehealth. But it's the heart that speaks at the end of the day, whether it be in person or whether it be on the phone or on a computer screen, those relationships can still be built and still maintained. So here's to our health. Here's to the doctors who take care of us so wonderfully and so beautifully. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. You know us at Take the Elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. Every day. Elevate. Every day. Elevate. Every day. Elevate. It is time for our PS. And after listening to the playback, there are quite a few things that we want to add on this postscript. First one is, is there are other businesses that we didn't give shout outs to. So first, we're going to recognize Jason. Uh, speaking of Braemar Brewery and Shameless Band being there again on 417, Jason does an amazing job with the catering. Does an awesome job and creates some wonderful meals for uh, an appropriate moment. Yeah, it makes so much sense with beer. It's so good. They're called Pig Island Barbecue. I've tried the chicken. I'm waiting to try the jackfruit. So that's on my list for things to do on 417 at 730 p.m. Indeed. And then, of course, we have another person that we've worked with. I've worked with Christina Soto. Corey, you have too. She sells Scentsy. We love the product. So I'm going to link all these IG handles on my post on Monday on my IG account. So please be on the lookout because we've got someone else we're going to mention as far as small business owners. Yeah. And I just wanted to say about Christina, she has been providing us with these wonderful fragrant smells in our home for almost a year now. And it's just incredible to walk into a room and have your own scent that you want going. Mm -hmm. I'm really big on scents and things smelling good. So that's just been a real pleasure for me. And then last but not least, we just started doing business with Becca 
who's so awesome. She started the IG account for the Shameless Band. She got the, I, I don't know what they call it. Um, I want to say initiative. I want to say startup, whatever it is. She got it rolling, the ball rolling for Shameless Band's first performance at Brain Mart Brewery. Yeah, this is a social media guru who just came in and really took us by storm and helped us get on our feet and off and running. And I, I would recommend her to anyone who's looking to brand themselves in the social media world. Just a really good way to start your business. Yeah, thanks, Becca. I know that there are other PSs. Oh, let me keep a fun PS right now. When I asked you the song about Doctor, I was thinking about a song that Shameless Band does, but I couldn't remember the song. Yeah, and I totally blanked it, and you're absolutely right. Um, I Don't Need No Doctor by John Mayer is one of our favorite songs that we love to play and have added to our repertoire. We've been playing it for quite some time, a lot longer than people know, and uh, we just weren't playing it in live settings, but now we're actually playing it out. It's a beautiful medley that we have put together. Let me give you a little sample. No, please don't do that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know, I, I don't want people to think I'm being mean. I just like doing that because I like messing with Jen. Jen knows I love her voice. So just, <laughs> now I'm all shy. Now I don't want to sing it. It's just me poking fun. That's all. I know. Uh, okay, I'm going to sing it. Okay. I don't need no doctor. Yeah. That's all I know. Because <laughs> that's the catchy line. Right. Anyways, I love when you guys perform it. So much fun. Yeah. My PS is simply this. You know, in war, I realized that we were talking about war. And I really showed a lot of support to our Vietnam veterans. And there was another side of that war. There was the Vietnam people, the Vietnamese people yeah. that suffered in that war. That group of people suffered. And so my heart goes out to them just as much. Yeah. I think that wraps up the PS. I'm sorry, it doesn't wrap up. As I was playing it back, you know, Corey, that was the first time I told a story about my experience with the doctors without crying. I could still hear the struggle in my voice. Oh, yeah, I could hear you fighting the tears back. Yeah. That was good. That was therapy. It was. And I and I learned that about myself. As I tell a story and healing takes place, my emotions are not so all over the place. So that was groundbreaking for me in this episode. I'm glad I was a part of that. Thank you. Well, again, you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.